Now, if you feel like you're spending too much on your beauty routine, you need to know about Beauty Pie. Rosie and I have been members for months now and we love when our orders arrive. Beauty Pie stocks high quality skincare, hair care, makeup and more direct from the best labs in Switzerland, France, Germany and Japan for unbeatably low prices. There are no middlemen, no huge retailer markups, so you shop and get up to five times more for your money. It's just genius. And right now, join Beauty Pie and use the code LKSENTME, all one word, in the promo code box at checkout and you will get £10 off your first order. Go to beautypie.com to find out more. Hello and welcome to this episode of What If with me, Rosie. And me, Lorraine. And we've got a very, very special guest today, haven't we? We do. Rosie, how do we describe KSI? Oh, I mean, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. YouTuber, <laughs> boxer, yeah. rapper, yeah. singing in the last single. Oh, that was good, wasn't mm-hmm. it? I mm-hmm. loved that one. There's just so much to him, isn't it? And we're so glad. KSI, we're so glad you could join us for our What If podcast. How are you? I'm very good. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on here. Uh, oh, no, it's lovely. Big it's... fan of you, Lorraine. <laughs> <laughs> right back at you, right back at you. Now, look, sorry, I want... sorry, Rosa. This is the first <laughs> no, time we're going to have to talk sorry. about this a little bit more yeah. later. <laughs> Definitely. I just wondered what you were like at school. Were you naughty or were you sort of like a swat? You did all your homework and everything. What kind of wee boy were you? Um, I was actually really introverted. So I just kept to myself. I, w- I was just average. I wasn't like super smart. I just began B's, you know, a few A's here and there. But yeah, I just kept to myself and I didn't really uh, socialise. So I didn't really go like to house pies or go out much. I kind of just stayed indoors. I had really strict parents, so they wouldn't even let me anyway. So I, I think I was 18 when I was allowed my first sleepover. <laughs> God, they were strict. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't really able to do much during my youth. But that really made you very creative, I would have thought, because, I mean, you were doing all of those amazing things in your bedroom, being yeah. creative and in a good way. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I remember when I was really, really young, I had a camcorder, one of those big fat ones, you know, back in the day. And uh, I would record myself playing toys and like, you know, doing like little WWE wrestling toy things with them i'd have like this action man versus this bear and i'd film it and they'd have this like crazy story arc and everything and i would just film it all and me and my brother would get involved and it was just it was jokes and i guess from early on i I always had an idea to just create and an idea to just make content and uh you know it's it's funny i'm still doing that to this day and you must have started when you were, was it 2008, you were 15 or 16? Yeah, around 15, 16 yeah. was when I started doing YouTube, just playing games. And then uh, one thing led to another and yeah, I became the almighty KSI. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think when you watch those videos back, the first ones that you that you did? Um, I mean, it's already, it's on the internet, so you yeah. know, anyone can go see it. But you could tell I was very nerdy, geeky. I didn't really have much going for me I was a bit of a loser (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah you know I was 
a hundred percent a virgin. Like you can definitely tell from how I was. <laughs> Didn't know how to speak to girls. Every Aww. time, every time I tried to speak to a girl, I'd start sweating. Like I remember, I wrote down on my hand things to ask a girl on a date, uh, oh. and obviously, I sweated so much that it just smudged everything. So I, yeah, that wasn't uh, that wasn't very good, but. Uh, over time, obviously, I got better. <laughs> of course, absolutely, yeah. of course you did. It's so interesting, though, the way the way that things worked out because you left school, mm. um, and I remember you were saying that one of your teachers was that right, Rosie? When the teachers said, "How much do you make, or how much do you earn, or how are you doing?" and you yeah. were actually doing better than your teacher, and he was like, "Mate, <laughs> yeah. go for it, go for it," because you were doing you were doing so well. Yeah, so I remember this was um, when I was doing my international baccalaureate. God knows why uh, my parents thought that would be a good idea after failing my AS. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you failed your AS, so why not try something way harder? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so my second year of my international baccalaureate, I went over to my teaching. I was telling him, like, you know, I'm making about 1500 every month on YouTube alone. And he just looked at me and went, bro, like, obviously he didn't say bro. <laughs> but he was like, wow, that's incredible. That's way more than I'm making, teaching you, you know, all the things I'm teaching you. So at that moment, I was like, yeah, I need to just continue with this YouTube thing. Like, there is definitely a space for me to continue with this. And I told my parents, they were very angry and, you yeah. know, they were very reluctant to accept me uh, doing this career path, but uh, obviously now uh, <laughs> they're very proud. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it, it took took a while for them to uh, be happy with it. That was a huge what if moment, though, wasn't mm. it? I mean, if you, because obviously you know you want to please your parents, and they've done so so much for you. I guess the easy thing would have been for you to continue on that path of you know going to university and getting yeah. a good job and doing all of that. But instead, yeah. you did what you loved, and look exactly. what's happened. Yeah. It's worked out incredibly well. And like you were saying, they've of course they've come round and they're incredibly incredibly proud of you. But that was a real cross roads wasn't it mm. that that moment and you sometimes must wonder what would have happened if, yeah. if I'd kind of towed the line and, and gone to university and done all these things but I, I, I think for me it's just like you know if you enjoy something in life you're you, you're not gonna see it as work you're just gonna exactly. put you're just gonna do it and you know a lot of other people who might look at it and go oh Rod, what you've done is crazy like there's so much you know for me, it was just like, oh, like I was having fun. So I didn't even mm. realize mm. how yeah. much it was that I was doing. So I think it's important to do things that make you happy. Because like I said, there's only one life, man. <laughs> so make the most. <laughs> it's true. It's that thing of find find a job you love and you'll never work yeah, a day in your life. Exactly. That's the that's the phrase, exactly. isn't it? And, and for you, it's, it's absolutely, absolutely true. Mm. And was there a backup plan if it didn't go... Oh no! <laughs> there was no like McDonald's. <laughs> that was the backup plan. McDonald's, Burger King. Oh man, yeah, there was there was no backup plan. And I guess with, with me, I just thought, all right, I'm just gonna have to put 110 percent into this thing and make sure it does work. And 
Yeah. And it has. And I think people who don't really understand what it's about, you know, maybe the sort of generations of my age and even younger sometimes, don't really get it and they think, oh, YouTube is just sort of dabbling around. You call it something else, Mum. What did you call a YouTube? Oh, God, I can't remember. Did I call it? YouTuber? No, you didn't say because a YouTuber's a thing. You said (laughs) YouTubing. I I might have said that. I might have. Something very, not the right thing. Not the right thing. That would be very up. But you have to really graft, you know? You have to, Mm. you really do. I mean, I look at the kind of work ethic that you've got. You know, and yeah. you can't just tit arse around. You know? yeah. <laughs> You've really got to got to put it and got to get the content there. You know, there's a lot of pressure on you to keep doing that, isn't there? Yeah. So, you know, I've been doing YouTube for like 10 plus years now and you have to just be consistent. It's crazy. You have to keep posting. There's never a, I guess when you make a movie, you can you know, act for a couple of months and then the movie's done and then you can relax and chill there isn't that relaxation period with a YouTuber. You have to just constantly post and post. And, you know, I, I guess you have to try and find time whenever you can. But especially at the beginning stage of being a YouTuber, it's it's a lot of hard work just trying to gain some subscribers or trying to gain some viewership. And, uh, you know, obviously you get lucky trying to network and being able to be at the right place at the right time to work with the right people. I think a lot of people watch YouTubers and go, oh, I could do that. And they don't realize, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe you can do that, but then you have to do that constantly. Yeah. And, and good as well. Of, yeah. And you have yeah. to be good and mm. you always have to change up your content. You can't just do the same thing over and over again because, you know, just like you eating uh, a certain meal every single day, you're going to get bored of it. So mm-hmm. people will get bored of the content that you put out if you're just doing it over and over and over again. So, you have to always learn to re-innovate yourself and that can be quite a challenge as well. And there's just a lot when it comes to being a YouTuber and uh, I don't think people realise that. Or maybe they're starting to realise, but yeah, it's 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 a lot. <laughs> I know, I think people are starting to get it. I really do. Yeah. More and more. When, when you started out, what sort of things were you posting and what sort of reaction were you getting? So for me, it started off with gaming videos. So I started off with FIFA, uh, me just posting FIFA. I didn't talk. I didn't show my face. It was just me doing skills and, you know, scoring goals and posting that, like little montages of me scoring and uh, against other people online. And people, you know, people thought it was cool. Like we, back then the community was quite small. So there wasn't really like, you know, the, the amount of people there are now on YouTube would get like 10 views here, 20 views there, 50 views if we were lucky. Eventually people started showing their face and I felt like, you know what, screw it. This is the time to do it. And uh, you know, a lot of people uh, were very surprised to know that I was actually black. Where, yeah, really? <laughs> well, because I went to a private school and because I, I uh... talked a certain way, uh, a lot of people thought I was a, a white kid. So when they saw me and they saw I was black, I lost a lot of subscribers because of that. Seriously? Uh, yeah, well, YouTube was a very different time then. Jeez, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it is what it is. So, you know, I carried on. I posted more content. But obviously now, because I showed my face and, you know, my voice, etc., it allowed me to do more mm. uh, rather than just posting montages. So it allowed me to be a lot more creative and uh, have fun with the videos that I was making. And then I would have little skits, make little skits in between my FIFA videos. And then eventually... I started building on that into you know, adding music into that. 
and you know having little doing little raps and you know just you know building it on the content and just adapting and re-innovating myself yeah essentially just growing and creating this audience that was just you know excited about my videos and it got to a point where I guess I just had a really young audience who were just really engaged with me so it was it's wild and yeah over time over the years you know opportunities have come whether it's the boxing or whether it's taking music seriously now we're here <laughs> and what do you think your big break was then when did you when you were doing all these videos and when there was a time you're like oh the views are getting a lot more and something's happening here i think my big break was when i was making fun of hesky <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i've seen that it's so funny yeah yeah it's not- <laughs> Uh, obviously, he didn't have the best of time when it came to him playing for England. This was years ago. So mm. I made a FIFA video just making fun of him, you know, saying that he was the best player in the world, in quotation marks. And uh, I was just taking the piss. And, <laughs> and people just loved it. I remember it got shared on so many, like, websites and people were just reposting it over and over and sharing it everywhere. And it just really took off you know reached around a hundred thousand views like in like a week or two and I was like whoa what is going on and then it just slowly grew bigger and bigger and bigger and then yeah now it's on the millions and millions now but at the time it was just astonishing the (laughs) amount we were watching and I was just like yo I was telling my mom my dad my bro I was like look look how many views this has got what's going on it was wild it was a wild time what did they think about it your family they just didn't get it. They just didn't understand. And it's just, it's mm. just hard to comprehend, but it and, is. Yeah, and does he wild. talk to you now, Mr. Hiskey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Hiskey right. are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Hiskey are, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> such a nice guy. It's, it's um, awesome, yeah. I take it as a, I take it as a compliment, I would think. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's been a really hard year and sometimes we just need to treat ourselves which is why we love Beauty Pie. It's a new shopping club created for beauty and product lovers by the women behind Fit Flop Sandals and Bliss Spa and Soap and Glory. At Beauty Pie, members can shop for fabulously luxurious beauty and wellness products at straight from the warehouse prices. It feels like a splurge, but you're getting a steal. Check it out at beautypie.com. And use the promo code LKSENTME, all one word, to get £10 off your first order when you join. So I was going to ask you, it's really interesting because, you know, you were talking about um, diversifying and doing lots of things and you are creative and there's all these ideas in your head all the time. But boxing, going down mm. the road of boxing, I mean, that is a really, it's one of the toughest sports there is. You know, yeah. the, the skill that's involved is is quite remarkable. And you, it's almost like you, you've sort of thought to yourself, oh, I'm going to have a go at that. But are you someone that wants to be the best at whatever it is you decide that you want to do? It's one of those things where I kind of just fell into it. A guy called Joe Weller was a YouTuber fighting a guy called Theo Baker, who was another YouTuber. They were just, you know, having a little fun. uh, And they posted a video of them fighting, boxing. And I put on the Instagram of one of their posts saying, I'll fight the winner as a joke. And uh, (laughs) yeah, Joe Weller won and he didn't see it as a joke. He was like, oh, we're serious. Let's go. So... You know, we had a little bit of a back and forth. I didn't want to box at all, like, because I, I knew, like, it, it's it's hard work. 
you know, the hours you have to put in, you know, working on technique, you know, getting punched in the face sucks. <laughs> and, you know, the work you have to put in, it's just a lot. So I didn't want to do it, but eventually I got dragged into it. So there was a back and forth and I trained my ass off. And, you know, I had the highs and lows, lows as in I just kept losing a lot or I just didn't think I was going to be able to do it. Like, yeah. you know, it's a tough thing to do. So um, eventually I got in the ring and I beat him. And, you know, I saw this opportunity to call out the Paul brothers, Logan and Jake. You know, initially I wanted to fight Jake and then fight Logan after, but uh, Jake wasn't having it. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, Jake was like, oh, I'm a, well, I'm a chicken and I have no thought of fighting you. So I went to fight Logan instead. And then, yeah, we had two fights and then, yeah, I won. It's crazy because boxing is not easy by no. any means. It's one of the toughest sports. And, you know, I've been to many gyms and I've worked hard and I've sparred hard. And, uh, yeah, it's tough. And do you ever think about what if you hadn't won those games? Matches? Those matches. Um, I apologise. Those, <laughs> those, well, fights. Uh, fights. Yeah. The fights. <laughs> Not really, but I mean, if I was to now, yeah, man, I think my life would be very different. Because mm. um, after the Logan fight, after I won, you know, I went, what, a few days after, straight into a music video with Rick Ross and Lil Baby. Mm. And I was doing a song with... Mum knows all about them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all <of> them. <laughs> and I was, I was doing a music video and I was doing a song with them. And I don't think... If, if I had lost that fight, I don't think Rick Ross or Lil Baby would have t uh, showed up. Oh, but but I think you got to remember, like, everyone wants to roll with winners. You know, no one wants yeah. to be chilling with a loser. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a shame, but that's just how it is. Mm, like, mm, that is the bottom line. So losing was just not an option, whether it was a Joe Weller fight or whether it was a Logan fight. Losing is not an option. So Why prepare for it? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I guess. But that's so interesting because at no time... Even when it got really tough, did you mm. ever walk away? And I yeah. don't, I don't think you've ever walked away from anything, have you? No, I just, you know, I don't, I don't give up. I, yeah. it's, <laughs> I have a dog mentality. I just keep going and keep <laughs> going, and I think that's one of the reasons why I'm in the position that I'm here today. Because you know, I always say that I'm not talented. I'm just a, a hardworking guy, and I just take opportunities and I keep going and I keep going and I'm just consistent with the work that I put in and it allows me to be in the position I'm in today where I'm able to reap the rewards and still continue. And, you know, even though I'm near the top, you know, I'm still going. It's not like I'm just going to relax. You know, mm -hmm. I see myself in a great opportunity to just do as much as I can for when I do want to settle down. Uh, I have a wife and kids and a family, et cetera. That's very much part of the, the plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I definitely, I definitely want, I never want a kid, and I definitely want uh, to have a whole family, wife, etc. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really good. No, it's lovely to hear that, and it's it is tough though, isn't it? When you are um, as successful as you are, mm. I suppose you have to be certain that people are with you because they want to be with you, not yeah. because they want to be with the persona of you yeah. or the perception of you. But you are a shrewd person and I think you would be able to to see whether somebody was with you for the right reasons. I think it's quite easy to tell, I, especially these days, like, you know, I met my girlfriend through Tinder and uh, a lot of people would go, oh, what, what Tinder? <laughs> like, what, would, what are you doing on Tinder? But 
I don't. I still consider myself as a normal person. I don't. You know, I, I know there's the whole celebrity thing, and obviously, you know, I'm, I'm famous. A lot of people know who I am, <laughs> but I still am a normal guy. And I know, I've, I've for me, it kind of made sense to just still meet people the normal way. You know, dating people and figure out who I'd want to be with, essentially. Sure. And and it's not like I I searched for it. It's not like I was searching for a girlfriend. It kind of just happened. You know, we were talking and things just led to another thing and yeah after about a year i just you know decided to ask her to be my girlfriend and a year yeah yeah yeah, i'm i i take my time (laughs) i mean that's how you that's how you can tell whether it's real or not you don't want to you don't want to just after a few weeks dive in you want to take your time like that's 12 months it's a long time it's a long time time, yeah exactly you have to be sure like you know there was other women that i was seeing as well and oh i see but no but she was she was seeing other men and you know it's 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 one of those ones where it's a great test to see if it's Mm -hmm. real or not and you know i realized i i was in love with her and you know the same happened with her so yeah, we've been together for like three plus years now. So That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Crazy. And somebody, yeah. you need that. You absolutely need that. Is she the kind of person that would say to you, if you, because I can't imagine you ever would do this, but say mm. you were ever kind of being a bit swaggery and you were yeah. kind of being the big I am and she would just say, oh, shut up. Because oh, yeah, yeah. She <laughs> grounds me 100%. Yeah, it brings me right back down to earth. You need that. I think, I think that's why I'm just, like, whenever people meet me, they go, oh, wow, you're just so normal. And yes. you don't think you're this or that. And it's true, like, you know the people around me are all very grounding people <laughs> they don't let me you know because i've definitely had situations where i've had friends who just are just yes men and mm. you know literally just make me think i am the greatest thing on earth mm-hmm. and then eventually you start to believe it so you know eventually i had to take myself out of that world and you know find people who really just ground me and weren't afraid to say no to me so yeah yeah, yeah. No, I get that. as well as everything else that's going on in your life music and yeah. you were working with well rosie and i adore oh yeah craig david craig, craig david, david. <gasps> i mean I think every woman in the world adores <laughs> i don't craig know david. anyone that doesn't like it i don't know anyone yeah. that doesn't like I him i just don't but you couldn't why would you no. why could you ever not like craig but did david? you always love him oh yeah i thought he was a, he was amazing like i remember when i was hold on i think i was like seven eight nine when i used to listen to seven days oh. all all of his big bangers you know he just came out of nowhere and just smashed the charts over and over again yeah he was and he was just so swaggy with everything he was just so so real to like have a song with him mm. i just i <laughs> i just didn't think it would ever be possible to even fathom me making a song with him it's incredible one yeah he's just the coolest guy like whenever i meet him he's giving me chocolates <laughs> yeah, he does yeah, that he does, he does that yeah, yeah he always so carries nice. chocolate with him he's always Literally. got a basket of but he never eats it he always gives it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're very similar in many ways in that you are very 
I don't know, just very down to earth, very kind. Um, and also, you know, people always talk about folks being role models, this thing mm. that is bandied around. But you two just are, you know, not by any sort of, just by doing what you do, by yeah. putting the work, you know, it's all about the work ethic, it's putting the work in, it's being kind to everybody round about you. Um, I mean, I know we did a fantastic, fun thing, a little sketch together, and everybody round about you was happy. Mm. Everybody yeah. was enjoying being being there yeah. and that comes from you because you set the tone and that's yeah. exactly the same with Craig and he sets the tone and that's really important and yeah. that's something that I don't think you can learn it's just it's you that's it's just how, yeah it's just how I am and I just feel like you know we all have just one life what's the point of being a dickhead <laughs> Well, exactly. It's, I couldn't have put it better myself. Why, I love like that. whether whether you're yeah. the cleaner or whether you're the di- director totally. or whether you're you know the editor, etc. Like, what's the point of of me making your life hell when it would be a way better experience if everyone was just happy and enjoying themselves and making sure mm. yeah life's mm. good for everyone. And kind of going back to the the YouTubing, as my mum calls it, um, <laughs> you filmed from you filmed from your your bedroom, and my mum did call you out about how untidy you were. But <laughs> <laughs> have things got more more tidy now? Uh, yes and no. Okay, um, uh, I've been busy these past few weeks, <laughs> so it has kind of got a little bit messy. But uh, you know, I, I will find time to clean up. You know, here and there whenever I can. Well, you've made a shrine I mean, for my mum, so <laughs> yes. I how? <laughs> why? I want to know why. <laughs> why not? Why not? That is the question. Why not? It's a good answer. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. The amount of um, all my fans are just always going like, "Why do you still have that picture of Lorraine in the background of your videos?" And it's just now a thing that it's just going to be there, be there forever. <laughs> I think it has to. It has exactly. to. It'd be weird if it wasn't there. Yeah. I think. But it's great because you. And this is the thing that I really like about you. You can go on so many cool shows, and you are cool and you do all these amazing things and you do all these wonderful things on the internet that I don't understand mm-hmm. and it's all fantastic but then you come on and chat to me and just chat away you can talk to anybody that's what I love yeah. about you you know you're not kind of too cool for school and you're not mm. sort of saying oh well I'm only going to do that or I'm only going to do this and oh I don't do I love that about you you're so accessible to everyone yeah I mean you know I try to do as much as I can in the amount of time frame that I have uh, there's only so many hours in the day, but I know, like, I remember when I did the podcast with Steve-O, he, he was just like, oh, I'm so surprised that you s- agreed to it. And I was like, why? <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, if I have time, I'll, I'd say yes to anything. Like, I, I'll help anyone, whether you're big or you're small, etc. Like, you know, I know how important it is for everyone to, I guess make content or make a living or Mm. you know do something that they enjoy so i'm just like i'll just make their life easier what a fantastic attitude Mm. isn't it yeah and um, we end each episode by getting guests to tell us their biggest fail regret and their win um so we'll start with fail my biggest fail um is there one (laughs) i know i've definitely failed i'm just trying to think what my biggest one is I mean, it's not one of my biggest, but uh, I I failed uh, D O V Duke of Edinburgh. Oh yeah, I uh, never even did that. <laughs> I, I mean, it's probably the smartest move. But I do wish I, I did it. I do wish I did it. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely an experience. So I managed to get bronze, and then I tried to do silver, but halfway me doing silver, uh, I went to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> 
turns out you're not actually allowed. So I got disqualified. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I guess that was a little bit of a fail. Oh. <laughs> it's only a wee tiny one. Tiny one. Yeah, wee teeny, yeah. tiny one. And if you, hadn't, if you hadn't gone to McDonald's, you would have got a gold. Definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah, very, very. <laughs> if a yeah. man was going to get a gold, that's for sure. <laughs> and uh, what about regret? I guess maybe my biggest regret was not getting into cryptocurrencies earlier. <laughs> Always, I wish, you know, I wish I put money in Bitcoin, you know, back in the day, uh, knowing now how big it is. But, um, uh, well, but that's good learn. to have no regrets. I mean, I think that's brilliant. Mm. I mean, if that's yeah. your only one, that's blinking fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and what about your win? Oh, yes. My win, um, I mean, it, you know, I guess me getting a million subscribers on YouTube was a huge win. Mm. Being able to get a top five in the albums chart last year was a huge win for me, uh, especially with how, you know, how long I've been doing music for and to finally, you know, be able to get an album in the top five was incredible. Uh, to have a single, you know, a top five single. Yeah, these, these are just all big wins. You know, obviously winning my fight is a huge win. Yeah. yeah. Some wins there. <laughs> oh, a lot of wins. A lot of wins. It's been a joy to talk to you. You know oh, what I think of you. You're, you're an angel. A wee angel. A wee angel. It's so lovely to talk to you. Keep winning. Keep doing what you do. It's Likewise. been lovely. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you oh, so you much, Darren. <laughs> Before we go, one more word about the disruptive new Beauty Buyers Club that's become, well, a little bit of an obsession for Rosie and me. It's Beauty Pie. Thousands of people are already enjoying getting up to five times more health and beauty products for their money. The prices are so low, they make the beauty industry blush. Imagine being able to buy a super expensive Swiss anti-aging face cream for only £16. Or our famous dermatologist's favourite retinol serum for under £17. Just join and you'll get insider prices on the best beauty products every time you shop. And don't forget to use the promo code LKSENTME, all one word, to get £10 off your first order when you join. 